A lot of students use medication to help them focus. Sometimes it's medication that is prescribed to them. Sometimes it's someone else's medication that is not prescribed to them and they're taking it anyway. Wouldn't it be great if you could focus without needing medication? That's what we're going to talk about on this episode of College on Fleet. Hey, it's time to stop procrastinating, get your S2G, and crush it in college. I'm Mary Dittman. This is College on Fleet. Hi, I'm Mary Dittman. I'm an award-winning business professor on the collegiate level and the creator of Wonderful Life and College on Fleet. I know many students who use prescription medication to help them focus. And I also know students who use prescription medication when it's not prescribed to them because they get it from someone else and they take it or they really don't need the medication but they just go to their doctor and say, I want this medication. And a lot of times a doctor will say, okay, here you go. But what you need to remember is every medication is going to have side effects. Now, if you have an underlying legit medical condition that requires you to take that medication, then that's fine. I wanna share with you some ways that you can improve your focus without medication. And why should you even care about this? Well, you need to be able to focus, number one, so you can learn stuff, and you have to be able to learn if you wanna get good grades. And number two, you gotta be able to get stuff done. I mean, there's nothing worse than you have a paper or a project or studying that's, that needs to get done and, and you're in a fog or you're just so exhausted and you just can't get it together to work on the stuff you need to work on. So that's why it's important to focus. So I have three tips today that are gonna help you improve your focus. Number one is sleep. If you've watched this show before, you hear me talk about this a lot and that's how important it is. At your age, you're gonna need to sleep seven to nine hours at night in a row. Now, ideally, if you could be asleep between the hours of 10 p.m. and 2 a.m., that would be fantastic. And the reason is, when you're awake past 10 p.m., your body will start to pump out cortisol again. Cortisol is a stress hormone, and it's one of those things that makes you feel kind of hyped up. That's why a lot of times you'll get that second wind late at night, and then it's hard to go to sleep. So ideally, if you could be in bed, chilling out, relaxing, and lights off by 10 p.m., now I know that's tough. If you're an athlete, you may not get home from the game or the away trip by then. If you're working, you may not even be off work at 10. But other than those situations, as much as possible, if you can get to bed earlier and then actually sleep, especially 10 p.m. to 2 a.m., that's when your liver is doing the majority of its work to detox your body. And believe me, as college students, y'all putting stuff in your body that your liver has got to deal with. Well, then when you get up, you're gonna feel better because your body's had a chance to get rid of the yucky stuff. So you've got to be able to sleep. All right, number two. If you didn't like number one, you're gonna really hate number two. And that is put down the phone. Your electronics are the number one thing that are wrecking your focus, hands down. Your phone, the television, the laptop, the tablet, the Netflix, the video games, Snapchat, Instagram, I don't care. If it's got a screen on it, it's a distraction. 
and you say, yeah, but I gotta have my laptop to do my work. Okay, that's true. Then what you need to do is when you're working on something with your laptop, you close out every single tab other than what you need. Also, that'll help your electronics run faster and it won't be so bogged down because it's trying to run all these different apps. So when you're writing a paper, you put your phone on silent, do not disturb. Listen, sometimes I put my phone in the other room. If there's something I need to work on, I turn that phone on, do not disturb, silent, I'll put it face down. If I think I'm really gonna be tempted to, to look at my phone, I'll put it in the other room. And listen, it's hard, okay, I get it because there really is an addictive quality to electronics. And a lot of times it's also a bad habit. Now, some of it is legit. Like for real, your brain is programmed to look for distractions. So yeah, you're working on something and your brain itself is gonna be going like, let's do something different. The reason your brain wants a distraction is because something new gives your brain a hit of dopamine. Dopamine is that like, ooh, fun, I'm motivated. That's what that feels like. So yeah, your brain, like you're working on a paper and your brain's like, ooh, squirrel. That's what we're talking about. You've, so you have to set yourself up for as much success as possible. Now, my third tip I think you're gonna like, and we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. Are you struggling with low grades? If you're like most students, you just don't have the right tools in your toolbox. The truth is, nobody ever taught you how to study. I can relate. I'm Mary Dittman. When I was in high school and college, I had terrible test anxiety. There were many times where the only thing on my paper was my name, and I had legit studied, and I was in trouble, but I came up with a study method that worked for me. And when I started teaching on the college level, I found that many of my students also struggle with test anxiety. And so I started teaching the method to them as well. The Study Smart Toolkit has literally helped hundreds of students just like you over the years. In this free training, I show you step-by-step step how to study. You have lifetime access you can watch it anytime you want to from your phone, your tablet, your laptop, and it works for any class, any major, any school. Now, I can't make a guarantee, but I can just tell you what I've seen with my students. The students who use the techniques in the Study Smart Toolkit go from D's and F's to A's and B's on the very next test. You want better grades with less time studying Go to bit.ly forward slash study smart toolkit and get the college on fleek study smart toolkit for yourself. Back. All right, so tips number one and two might be a little bit difficult, but tip number three, I think you're going to like it. Have you ever noticed that like you waited till the last minute to get something done, you procrastinated, and now you're like, oh crap, this is doing 30 minutes and like you bang it out or whatever. That is actually a really great strategy because with that compressed amount of time, a fast approaching deadline, you'll get stuff done. One of the examples I use in class is that, let's say you're in your dorm room or you're in class and your mom texts you and says, honey, we're gonna come visit you in one week. Okay, so like in a week, you, you can get your place cleaned up, all right? But if she texts you and said, hey, surprise, we're on our way there, we'll be there in 30 minutes. 
you could get your room, like it wouldn't be perfect. Lord, we hope she doesn't open up the closet, but you could like get it pretty picked up fast. I had this experience one time, I was teaching summer school and my class began at 8 a.m. and I had to leave my house at 7.30 at the latest and that was still cutting it close. I had to leave at 7.30 a.m. to get up to the university for my 8 a.m. class. And listen, I'd lock students out if they weren't there at eight. So I had to be there at eight. And I don't know what happened. I don't know if I forgot to set my alarm or if I'd hit the alarm and then fell back to sleep. But I woke up and I was like, man, I feel great. I really had a good sleep. And I looked over at the clock and it was like 7 a.m. I was like, oh my God, like I flew out of the bed. I mean, and listen, I was ready and out the door at 7.30. Now that meant I took a shower, I did my hair, I did my makeup, and I did not do my makeup in the car, okay? I don't do makeup in the car. When I'm in the car, I'm driving. So I'm up, I'm showered, I brushed my teeth, I did my hair, I put on my makeup, I had a cup of coffee, and you know, wearing a clean outfit, I'm out the door. And as I was driving to work, I thought, okay, now, wait a minute. This normally takes me over an hour and I clearly can do it in 30 minutes, okay? And you, maybe you've had that experience as well. So a compressed amount of time usually works. And I tell people like work for 30 minutes or maybe 45 would be the max. Set your alarm, set your timer and you just bang out everything you can in 30 minutes, and when that timer goes off, you stand up, you take a break. Stand up, walk away, take a break. But you know how it is, like if you gotta focus in for 30 minutes, you're like, dang, I gotta get this done. You gotta have that phone away from you. You can't be distracted. You can't have the television on. But that's how you'll be able to get things done. Now, College on Fleek is a dialogue, not a monologue, and we wanna hear from you. My question for you today is, can you put your phone down for 30 minutes? Put that in the comments and let me know. And hey, let us know what you wanna hear about on College on Fleek. We want to produce content that's valuable to you. You can always connect with us at collegeonfleek.com. That's where you can get your Study Smart Toolkit. We have lots of resources there for you. And you might wanna check out our College on Fleek gear. And thanks for watching. We'll see you next time right here on College on Fleek.